0: Honestly, give me one of those fucking things they use in movies. Like, the little Clappy Boy to mark, like, the scene. Take, marker. <laughs> marker. Take two. Because, uh wow. <laughs> we just oh. recorded this entire episode, and then the file, like, the thing we use to record just shut off before like, we could save it, and then boom. Do you think it's
1: too hot in here?
0: Maybe. I don't know. Like, I don't Because, like, honestly, obviously we can't no open the windows, or happened. it'll be I mean, too fucking loud, but... This BB has been the one that has been being used since day one of the show we used to record yeah this. this
1: is honestly the only piece of equipment we still use from day
0: one like this thing has like the recording and the microphones in it and that's what we recorded the first episodes out of for like a long time so when we had like, she's been around audio. for a while and do you think
1: it's crapping out on us
0: i really hope not
1: <laughs> i know because i forget how much it was but not
0: cheap let's just say audio equipment's not the cheapest thing around for good quality stuff god
1: damn it i'm so annoyed though because like it was a really good episode and we're gonna still cover the topics
0: yeah that we covered we're just wow we got a good practice run in there squeezy lila how'd you like that show how'd you guys feel you know we could really i don't know it just like we
1: were in the middle of it and then chris was like all right so we're gonna you know get into some questions and quizzes and then we usually pause there and then like usually like go to the bathroom take a drink of water or whatever and then we get into that um and it just turned off and then we both shit ourselves and then chris ran over to my computer to plug in the um the card to see if it was on there and it was gone full hour of show fucking gone in the lost (laughs) tapes but not even a tape yeah in the lost universe the lost
0: file This is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. You know the drill. I'm not
1: even drinking coffee now because I finished my mug. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I know I did too. And um, so the coffee was uninteresting. It's Pike's Place, let's be real. But the mugs are what was really interesting because we got a nice PO package from Kimberly, who is one of our bingos, that included some coffee, which we'll drink in future episodes. Honk if you love coffee. (laughs) Yeah. And we also got two mugs that are perfect for each of us.
1: Yeah, so mine has a bunch of monstera leaves on it, and on the inside is like a nice green. It says, "This is my happy place," and it's like a bigger boy is mug. Is this your happy
0: place right now?
1: Right <laughs> now, I'm in hell.
0: Um. <laughs> um, and then my mug is just like a classic white mug, and it says, "I love I take weather serious." Like the clouds. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right, so.
1: Something that we did not talk about in the episode that we literally just finished recording. Um, This whole, like, Groundhog Day situation that we're dealing with right now, uh, where we're literally repeating a conversation that we just had an hour ago, reminds me of, have you ever been to the Franklin Mills Mall?
0: No. Have I been with you?
1: No. Mm, Then no. Okay. So that is a mall in Philly that we used to go to as kids. And then,
0: like... Heard of her, but never been.
1: It has, like, a kite... (laughs) at the front of it, which makes sense, Ben Franklin. Get it.
0: Uh, okay um like a real kite or like a like a metal kite that's like part of the design. Okay.
1: I don't know if it's still there. I haven't been there in literally like ten years now. Um (laughs) but I remember I went one day in high school with my friend Carolyn and so the mall is set up in a really weird way where it's just kind of like a long line and there's no way to like turn around and come back like another hallway to lead you back to the front it's basically just go down one long long street and then once you reach the end you have to go all the way back to get back to where you entered the mall Uh, it's not like the park city mall where everything is like a wagon wheel and there's like a central you know what i mean like a lot of exits so i remember one time A lot of, like, old people, like, walk this mall as, like, a thing. there's all malls have, like, a
0: little marker thingy. Well,
1: this one, like, especially has, like, mile markers or whatever. I don't (laughs) even know how big it is. I don't remember. Um, So this one time we were like, all right, let's fucking, like, do this whole mall. And, you know, as fucking high schoolers with nothing to do will do, you just talk about random shit as you're walking through. And, And when we went on our way back... We were just, like, repeating the shit that we said the first time. Like, yeah. every time we'd see a story, we'd be like, ha the bagels, or whatever the yeah, fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah, And I feel like that's literally what we're about to do <laughs> on this episode.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm going to
1: try really hard not to dwell on it, but God yeah, damn it, I'm warm, and I was ready to get into my watercolor Wednesday. I was like, we're almost done, man. I'm so mad. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Coffee so, fact.
0: retrace our steps here. Coffee fact, which I'm... <laughs> I will downplay it. Rachel was, you know, mocking me for downplaying every fact. that. Yeah, he's always
1: like, I I mean, I guess it's like a fact, but it's really more of like a sentence about coffee. And I'm like, just be confident. It's a sentiment,
0: you know? Uh, Yeah. It's that Dunkin' Donuts had two offshoots. One of them was a... Is this new offshoots? They were limited edition in like the past like year or so. Okay. And one was an Oreo flavored as Dunkin' Donuts, which like the cream is. That's cool. Which Oreo is just doing some weird shit.
1: But I feel like that would be really tasty. But that one,
0: I would actually fucks with. Like,
1: the cream bean coffee flavored.
0: And then the other one was that they, like, worked with a brewery to make a beer out of their beans somehow. That
1: one, I'm kind of like... Mm.
0: I don't know how it works, but, I mean, hey, does Starbucks do something with that? Because they got, like, the the roastery reserve that has, like, alcohol and stuff in it. True. True. I don't know. But I know there's,
1: like, coffee liqueur and stuff like that, but, like, I don't know. Sorry, I was just looking over your shoulder to see if Squeezy was eating soil again, but... He is
0: absolutely eating paper. So, you know, Squeezy, just get your fiber. Like, that's all I have to say. Squeezy's like,
1: oh, was the first episode really seamless, but it didn't record? I'm going to make this one an editing nightmare for you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because we literally had no fucking cuts.
0: Yeah. All right, I'm going to stop dwelling
1: on that. Anyway.
0: Let's go on to the things we wanted to talk about today, and the first one... Was that something we've talked about for like the past like three episodes? We we're like, oh, we'll talk about that next time, and then we never fucking do. It's the fact that we got a Nintendo Switch. I know. I I, I, know. I know. Okay, that was a great conversation. <laughs> On to the next one,
1: <laughs> I don't know what it is, but like, I feel like we just haven't discussed it. Even Mal was like, wait, you guys got a Switch? And I'm like, Mal, no.
0: <laughs> I thought I would have told you. Uh, yeah. So we got a Switch, uh, mainly because Nintendo games are fucking great and we have a lot of friends that have them and there's a lot of things that we've been seeing at like e3 and such that, that are coming like, soon Fuck, yeah we want that um
1: i gotta say though like i don't think it would have been necessary to have bought in the first year and honestly even right now like if we weren't trying to get a capture card to stream on the switch which is something that we're trying to look into paying for unless we have to buy a new fucking audio recorder i'm dming (laughs) riley
0: right now trying to figure out what they do for their streams
1: okay because i want to do that because there's a bunch of games on the switch that i think would make really fun streams that we do play but if you're not doing that there's not a shit ton of games so i don't know yeah i don't know
0: but right now we've got three games that are all really fucking great
1: and we're gonna tell you why yeah, you should, should get, get them, them. <laughs> um
0: the first one is mario tennis aces which was like l- honestly my most excited game yeah they fucking sold you on the first trailer for that <laughs> yes
1: so chompy aka chain chomp but i don't ever call him by his full uh, sir, royal name
0: sir chain chomp the
1: third <laughs> he's not he's the first he's the one and only chomp um He's my favorite character in the Nintendo universe, and that is even counting Animal Crossing. (laughs) I'm just saying he's just so perfect and wonderful. And you get to play as him. Well, you can pick, like, a bunch of characters. They have tons. And you... It's just they had him in the trailer where the tennis racket is just in his mouth because he doesn't have hands. (laughs) (laughs) So how would he hold a tennis racket? Makes no sense. And he just looks so stupid. But so perfect. So effervescent. And so, with a game like that, you kind of want to, like, pick a character. It's like Smash, where you pick a character that, like, you're good at getting to work for you.
0: Chain Chomp's your main.
1: Yeah, so (laughs) I was just like, okay, he better work for me. Because I heard that he was, like, powerful. Yeah. I was like, I hope that that's not too much for me. No, we we fit together. He's
0: fucking great.
1: We're just perfect. Chris had some trial and error picking his character, but he landed on the good old... Rosalina, Rosalina my bitch.
0: Great. She floats. She gives the most passive aggressive wave when she wins a shot. Yeah. Also and, enjoy
1: Squeezy's Crunchums over there.
0: Oh, Squeezy, I love your Crunchums. But yeah, so Mario Tennis is Obviously, it's a tennis game, but it's not just like regular tennis. There's like wild ass shots and like you do really you cool shit. You
1: could break a racket.
0: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> There's like the most weirdly like complex... Story mode that is so stupid but so funny,
1: convoluted, weird but perfect.
0: Yeah, it's like honestly, like they're talking about like power stones. I'm like, is this Thanos over here, like trying to get those fucking stones for his goddamn glove or whatever the fuck? Because they're like putting them into like a racket. I'm like, what? Oh,
1: yeah, (laughs) so it's really fun. We have a lot of fun just sitting around playing and being terrible. We play online, get our asses kicked, and then like we'll play with our friends either online or like if they bring their
0: switch over. So it's really fun though, just to like pick up for like it's one of those things I like to have a game where you can pick it up for like like ten minutes and get like a round or two in and then be done. Like, yeah, you got to have games that are quick like that that you don't have to like sink a lot set of set a whole in. thing up. Yeah, the other two games that we want to talk about we sunk some time in. <laughs> we sunk some time into and they are just perfect for any of y'all that love stories. So
1: one of them is co-op and one of them is just single player. But I watched Chris as he controlled and like helped. That's what we do with like story games where there's only one controller being used we'll just both like vote on answers isn't there a game that's coming out where you actually are going to be voting on that, choices it, yeah
0: uh, that actually came i had never heard of it before but it came out like a year or two ago and oh. it was from the people that made uh until dawn
1: oh is it fun do we know
0: uh, the reviews say it was it was like really a basic story, like um, really not good. It's like a cop murder mystery kind of thing, okay. but but like it was cool because like you could play with like up to eight people and they all voted for choices on their Phone. phones and so kind of like a
1: Jackbox game, but yeah, a but story like story game. based. That's and a very smart setup for a is. game. It is,
0: and then like. So we like to collaborate on choices, and that didn't work too well in the beginning of Detroit when there's a time limit. And yeah. we're like, oh, my God, fuck. We, we just killed like, people because of the time people. limit.
1: Um, so the first game that we played that you can play it single player, but I – I think it works best as a co-op game because it's just so adorable with you helping each other. It's called PODE.
0: And I want to point out that these next two games are both from indie developers and- Which always like, end up
1: being my favorite games. Yeah, indies
0: are always just like so creative and so amazing. The
1: art style is always great. Like, I just want to be a subscriber of all their Patreons. Like,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, my entire Patreon list is just indie developers because I just want them to have the money to be able to make the shit that they want to make because their stuff is not Ooh, boring. let's, Ooh, let's- um. So the first game, Pod, they're by... It's Henchman and Goon, that's the yeah. developer. And you're basically... The, the story is there's two characters. There's a, a rock and a star, and it's called Boulder and Glow.
0: And so the basic story is that Glow has fallen out of the sky, and Boulder is trying to help Glow get back up into the sky. And it is just so beautifully done. It's like kind of like a puzzle strategy
1: platformer game, but it's 3D, and it's the art style is fucking gorgeous so like when you're glow you're the star that's who i played as your power like as you're you know moving through the scenery you're making things grow like plants and beautiful flowers and it's just so gorgeous the way everything like, blooms around you as you walk on the scene that's like, like half grass the game is just
0: like making the world grow around you and then
1: the rock boulder he makes all of these like geodes and crystals and all this shit pop up which is like two of my favorite things and they're so pretty in the game they and, really
0: knew the target audience of millennials, <laughs> and they fucking nailed it.
1: <laughs> it's just so fucking pretty, and it's not a super long story. I wish there was more. Like, I, I hope that they There's come no out dialogue with like, DLC to story,
0: too. It's all told through like looks and like expressions and like visuals. It's just
1: so emotional. <laughs> like, I cried at the like, ending.
0: Yeah, and like we got sold on the game once we found out that there is a literal button that you press, a function in the game that you need to use where you hold hands yeah it's not just
1: cute it's like you need to hold hands and both be using your power at the same time to like unlock a door or like you know an obstacle or something like but that but we would just be like but we'd it's be, so cute we'd be
0: like across the room from each other like in the game and we would just like press the button they like do a little waving motion we'd be like come hold my hand <laughs> i know it's so cute <laughs> it was so fun
1: and we took like 800 screenshots and i can't recommend this game enough it, it's just it's such a stupid little small the ending game really fucking
0: like broke my heart
1: i know there's like a scene where something really fucked up happens that just like wrenched me
0: it was really y'all uh, honestly, need to play it really was a lie i got like so upset. i'm so
1: invested i want plushies of both and i'm not that collectible bitch but i will do it yeah if they had like a little like silicone plushie of glow that actually like glowed yeah i would live oh
0: my god but anyway and then the other game is one that we've heard about highly recommended by everyone yeah for years and uh, i don't know why we haven't played it before but i'm so glad we did because it's now one of my top games of all time yeah and it's night in the woods
1: so it's another animated game, illustrated. The art style is beautiful, and it's a side-scrolling platformer. But
0: it's a 2D. Yeah. It's
1: 2D, but it, there's so much to do, and there's so much visually to look at that it doesn't. There's so feel... many layers.
0: It's not just flat.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of vertical movement because you can climb up really high in the town, on top of buildings, and on like the telephone wires and shit like that. So there's so much to look at that it doesn't feel like really confined to just like a side scroller, and amazing character development.
0: The writing is some of the most on-point writing I've ever seen in a game in terms of capturing, like, Current, How people
1: actually speak.
0: Current young people speak.
1: But not even just young people, all the adults too. It's just a yeah. very realistic dialogue, which was I really never, appreciated.
0: It was never cringy.
1: Yeah. And, and that, it was genuinely funny. Like I was laughing out loud at many lines that would pop up. Like it's just genuinely like that kind of like dry humor that I really fuck with.
0: Yeah. And just like, it's all, there's no like, there's nobody speaking. It's all to text on the screen and so like that might turn you off like it might sound like you may not be interested but it works perfectly the way that they use it's like the, speech
1: bubbles yeah it's the way that, the way they
0: use that and like pausing in the speech and stuff like that to like tell like tell jokes through like the way that the text yeah is like across, delivery it,
1: and honestly i always play games with captions and it's nice to not have to like miss
0: dialogue yeah it's just really great because like
1: sometimes background music is like too fucking loud and shit
0: the main character and all the supporting characters are all so well developed it's because the writing is just so And you fall in love with all of them it's so good
1: and there's so many queer characters there's gay characters there's trans characters there's bi characters and they like explicitly name these things but it's never like their entire character is defined by their sexuality or their gender it's just very much just like integrated seamlessly into the world because it should be totally normal yeah and it is and in it this works. world.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's so beautiful and the story is really good. It covers like working class. Like it's it's set they basically tried to set it out of like a town in Pennsylvania. It's not they don't say that in the game, but the developers have said that it was based on like a small town in Pennsylvania, which like I totally got the vibe that they're yeah, going for yeah. as someone who it's grew like an up in PA.
0: <laughs> it's an old coal mining town that no longer does that. It, no,
1: yeah, no longer and it's is kind mining. kind of like
0: and, getting run down because yeah, people are leaving because their
1: main trade is no longer in use and so it really like tackles like the whole like working class american plot which like you know who needs roseanne <laughs> when you have this game no i'm just kidding um and then it also tackles mental health really brilliantly
0: and like S- the struggles of like going away to school and like coming back home to like a town that's changed and like trying to find yourself yeah like, it's it- and trauma the themes are so on point like but
1: it's there's enough like relief comic relief that it's not too dark and too heavy and overall a delight
0: and there's an overall mystery that's yeah there's like a murder
1: mystery also happening and
0: if there's a game that i would recommend for people that really don't like or have played a lot of games this is definitely one of them because it's not like super gamey but like it yeah there's
1: not like a ton of like Actual action sequences at all Yeah, There's a few like running scenes and stuff But nothing like wild And like when you play it There's so much to discover in the town Like you have to play multiple playthroughs To actually unlock all the scenes Kind of like Detroit um, and even we missed things and we scoured it like they were saying that it was only like a seven hour gameplay. We took 15 hours to play it because we looked at every inch of that town and that map because there's so much to look at and so much to interact with and so many little Easter eggs to find and I highly recommend you like really scour the scenery for these little because some of my most favorite delightful scenes were just random things that we saw because like there was a window that was open and then i saw that i could actually like go in and then we discovered something funny or whatever like it's just it's really good i would highly recommend playing it and the music's great yep yeah there's like a little bit of like a guitar hero almost mini game that's pretty (laughs) hard actually so
0: (laughs) i absolutely want to uh, we've been trying to get back into streaming. We did some Minecraft um, recently and we want to do that some more but they
1: added a bunch of like underwater stuff which we didn't even get to in that stream.
0: Yeah. But like I wanna, you know, get a capture device so that way we can do some Switch games because I'd love to play tennis on a stream and I'd love to do a playthrough of Night in the Woods because I would
1: And I would,
0: I would dive right back into both of those because it, they're just so amazing and there's so many things that are coming up that I'd love to play. I mean, Odyssey, Super Mario Odyssey is already out, and I kind of want to play that. But, like, we've got Mario Party coming out this year. Whenever Super they come Smash out with that Brothers. Kirby and
1: the Yoshi game.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of things that are coming. And uh, the Pokemon game that's coming in 2019, like the full Pokemon game, like there's, right. there's so many things that I'm really excited for. I'm glad that we got the Switch kind of like now when things are more ramping up for it. And there's a couple of games out already. Yeah, that I'm glad I didn't in. get it a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time to get it. But, um, yeah, recommend it. And if you guys do go play Night in the Woods, do, take note that there are two prequel things. If we didn't know about this before we started playing. I'm kind of sad. There's, like, two little, like, miniature games that are like prequels. And to they're in the
1: men- menus and it's kind of like they were released before the actual game. So the idea is to play them before you play the game and it gives you more context to the story. We didn't even know about it until after we played it. So we're going to play them after, but yeah, I we hope can they're play those like before. Decent. Yeah, And there's even more stuff to see. So, and now speaking of like <laughs> sexuality stuff, so this is how, this is what we talked how about. Characters in, portray it. Yeah. So this is what we talked about in our other episode. That we just fucked up. <laughs> um, So, Jude Law. This is a
0: hot take we just got right before recording.
1: Yeah. Um, So he came out with, like, his own personal statement on why Dumbledore's sexuality is being omitted from the films. And essentially, he gave two different answers and I want to kind of unpack them here. Um, So the first thing that he said was that, like, you know, he doesn't want sexuality to define the character of Albus Dumbledore. You know, there's so much more to a man than his sexuality. Which, like, I feel like On the one hand i understand which is why like i like with for example night in the woods where there is queer representation there's trans characters that like explicitly say that they're trans but it's not like their entire character is about being transgender you know what i mean and the same thing with like gay characters it's the same fucking thing so it's just the representation is there without it being like the entire storyline is about this thing. So it just normalizes that these types of people exist and they also have many facets to their lives and personalities. It's kind of like how it's not related, but I feel slightly the same way about like plus size characters. Like when I think of like Kate from this is us, like I want so badly her character to be more about her, more than just about her weight. And I see this all the time with plus size characters. And that's why I so appreciate like what Shonda Rhimes does sometimes yes, with her characters yeah. um and the same way that she does her lgbt characters of as course, well yeah. so just to say that like whole like oh my god look i just don't want their sexuality to define them then don't let it i think then just acknowledge it because it has to do with the fucking story because that's the whole reason why there's this weird underlying thing with grindelwald because they had like what jk rowling has said was like a romantic You know situation, and then that affects like this whole thing that we're about to see unfold in these movies. So then, like, it's important, and it also represents a community that is not being represented by this multi-billion-dollar franchise that is so beloved. Like, there is not a single. And there's
0: so many fans in the community that are fan like of this. uh, yeah.
1: It's gonna be any community, but like for some reason, it's especially Harry Potter, and it's just it should be acknowledged. And then like it's up to the actor and the writers to make it more than just their sexuality being the only thing about them. Because obviously when I think of Dumbledore, I don't, like, knowing that he is, I mean, out of the text gay, which I'll never get over. I think that's still so fucking shitty. This was
0: the time to write that and actually put it into something canon. Yeah.
1: And then he goes on to say, like, well, you know, also, we're only on the second movie, so you never know what's going to happen. You know, we're trying to, like, build something. But my problem with this, and this is something that Chris was saying, Before we started recording is like we're kind of speculating that maybe they're just going to make it like a major twist like yeah so like the twist is that they had a romantic relationship and it's shocking that Dumbledore is gay or something and I don't want his sexuality to be a twist. I yeah, wanted to just like putting, be
0: putting that. Maybe that
1: they have a relationship because obviously it's like a quote, good wizard dating but they a would bad never fucking, wizard.
0: They wouldn't do that if it was. But like, the shock
1: will be that he's queer, and I don't Grindel, like that.
0: If Grindelwald was a woman, like they like, and there was a still the relationship and everything. Right. I don't, I don't think that this it would play out like that. One, they wouldn't even be fucking afraid, honestly, to like put that relationship as like more right. of a facet of his character.
1: You're so right. But
0: like, yeah, they're gonna drop it as like. A, a, huge, a huge bombshell, which is just, like, a shock... Fa- like, being gay is a huge shock factor. If they even
1: do it. That's him yeah. just being like, y'all are bitching, but you don't know what's about to come. Stay tuned and pay for the rest of the five movies. Like, are they gonna
0: fucking take this backlash that they're getting right now and, like, try and work it into, like, the thing? Which is just fucked up that they didn't think to do that at the, In beginning. the beginning. This is, like... You you could tell a million stories about Dumbledore because he's had a long life filled with lots. Well, of when did they things.
1: when did they cover? Hold up, when did they cover Grindelwald in the movies? In the first series in the movies, because it was in two thousand seven when she was like, y'all, I always picture Dumbledore to be gay. So when did the movies come out where they address Grindelwald? Like it had to have been after two thousand seven, right? Some Harry Potter fans like, nope, or maybe yeah, I mean, it is true.
0: Like fuck i don't i don't remember the timeline honestly. i don't know but
1: either way they, they could have put it in the movies like in the first set yeah of but course, like absolutely. especially in this one where it is really dealing with him but either way i'm not supporting this movie financially at all because of johnny depp so i don't give a fuck but i just think it's really fucked up and if watch them like not even do it anyway like jude law's being like hang on Pay for all the rest of the movies, and you'll find out whether or not he' gay. It's you gonna know? be literally. It's dumb like, Lord what if they don't a, even put it in? That's just like the ultimate queer baiting. He's
0: gonna have a twinkle in his eye to Grindelwald. He's just gonna give him
1: one knowing glance, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, that's a gay glance."
0: Yeah, that's the gay glance. Like TM. all of
1: Ocean's Eight, apparently.
0: Uh, I don't know. Either way, it's just a lot. And I'm like, the- why does
1: Jude Law give? Why is Jude Law out here giving a statement on for this?
0: this- for, like, I was, I was going to say, like, Dumbledore has a million stories you could tell about him, and, like, this excuse that Jude Law is giving could have maybe worked a little bit more for, like, the original series, because it... Not pertaining to so much about his relationship with Grindelwald, but this is the one story of Dumbledore where it's his relationship with a romantic partner, and this seems to be the
1: only romantic partner that we know he has, yeah, or has had, or like
0: the biggest influential like romantic partner in his life. And like, we're literally just going to ignore that while we're telling that story and add such a more complex layer to this. Like, it's so fucking. It's already
1: bad enough that like if. Grinewald is also queer. It's one, being played by Johnny Depp, and two, it's like a villain. villain. Yeah. You know, which is never fun, but, like, to just completely erase the story or, like, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but I'm not paying for it. That's all I have to say about (sighs) that.
0: (laughs) And then... To transition awkwardly to the last topic of conversation, we there's no way to tie this in. There's absolutely about. no way, no absolute way. Um, so we want to talk a little bit about you know going green, being eco friendly, things you could do. The, the plastic straw, straw the ban, plastic straw ban, like all that stuff. We got a lot of questions. Um,
1: a lot of people want to know how we feel about the straw ban in regards to the disabled community, which we're going to talk about too. And we want to talk about like things that we've been doing outside of straws. Yeah. Um, to go green. And then binge time's all going to be about that too. So, yeah, so stay buckle tuned. up, bitch.
0: <laughs> but uh, I want to start this off by saying, like, we're going to talk a lot about things that, like, we've been doing recently to be greener in our lives. To produce less waste. And there's a few, like, things with this. One, we want the conversation with going green. Like, a lot of things, like, you know, going plant-based going green, doing all these different things. It's an all-or-nothing conversation all the time from people. Like They're like, you have to completely erase all animal products from your life. Or you have to... everything you buy has to be zero waste yeah yeah and
1: it's very overwhelming and i think a lot of people don't do a lot of these things because it is so fucking overwhelming and i completely see that and even i get overwhelmed watching like a zero waste youtube video i'm like how like there's just so many things to start making and buying and producing and growing and cultivating and i just one it's not counting for the fact that a lot of people don't have financial access to these things they don't even have like proximity to these things like food deserts and all those kinds of things and communities that don't have you know access to composting or clean water like it's just it's not realistic for everyone's life in that regard that's not even taking account for people's ability whether that's physical or mental so when we talk about going green and eco-friendly we are talking to the people that have the financial and like proximity ability and privilege to have access to these things and also have the physical and mental ability to be doing these things so never feel like we are trying to pressure people that are like you know with limited mobility to like fucking suddenly not use the straws that they need and stuff like that like it's just it's absolutely speaking to the people that i know personally in my life that have the ability to be doing these things
0: and like can like have the financials and they're not even
1: recycling (laughs)
0: <laughs> it makes and me like, so angry so just doing like like a few things that we might talk about like if any, you can anything, literally do one thing like do one thing if every single person on this planet did one thing then can you imagine the world of difference that that would make for our planet if it, it became be also
1: like really normalized i see so here's the thing like i I know right now it's almost becoming a little like consumerism based which like I totally see it's kind which of like is
0: honestly like it's gonna fucking happen especially in America because mm-hmm. we consumerize everything and now that we think that being real-
1: gay can be marketable now being eco-friendly is marketable like all these things being a feminist is marketable like i say that i mean obviously there's still people that are anti all of these things but like if you see like just like fucking i don't know a romwee shirt that just says like feminist goals on it you know none of that money is supporting women
0: Yeah, yeah it's probably
1: exploiting women that are making that garment so um it is becoming a little consumeristic with uh it's like almost like a trend or whatever. But like honestly, let it be. Let it be a trend, because I want it to be very much like a cool thing to be fucking recycling. Make it uncool if you're not recycling. Yeah, if you literally. have the ability to do so, come on. Like it's absolute bullshit. So we wanted to talk about what we've been doing new that we haven't discussed on the podcast before. And also we wanted to talk about the straw band because that has been like the number one, like most hot button issue because i mean a lot of people are bringing are bringing it to us because they're banned in seattle the city now and obviously we yeah. live here so they wanted to know our thoughts and also with starbucks and so here are the thoughts um <laughs> it absolutely directly harms the disabled community and i wish that like the people that don't need straws could just fucking bring a straw with them like it's just it's really not hard like if you have the ability and like you are you know your mental ability is fine enough where you have the memory to just throw something in your bag like it's so easy to bring a fucking straw in your purse or your bag or your backpack or whatever the fuck you're carrying around it's really not hard and if you can't remember then just refuse the straw when you're at a fucking restaurant like is it That it's not difficult if you have the ability to do so. And so I wish that more people were able to do that. And what's going on with Starbucks now is... So Starbucks is banning their plastic straws. And in turn, it's just kind of like a PR stunt. Because they're not actually reducing their plastic waste. Because the lids... And we've talked about this before. The lids that they're replacing it with that are like the sippy cup things. They actually cause or they actually use more plastic to produce than the straws. Yeah. So they and they know that. Like they know that they're doing that. And then they're out here being like, "Oh, we're getting rid of straws," you know? And it's like that's not actually it's they're they're trying to like look good even though a lot of people are like, "Well, anyway, we need a straw for this reason, this reason, this reason." Um so there's that backlash that they're getting from like the disabled community, but like also It's just, they're going to, like, look like, oh, we're so green. Even though they don't, like, they don't go out of their way to reduce their waste in any other way. As someone that used to work there, they don't compost enough. Like, they don't really do anything. And now they're going to be using more plastic with the guise of, like, we banned one thing, but we're just doubling it in another product. And it would have just been so much easier if they had just... Because they're offering compostable straws at certain locations for people that do need straws, which is great, but why didn't they just, like, use all compostable
0: straws they introduced those lids for some fucking drink before this and now there's maybe they
1: produced a lot of the here's the tea they probably produced a lot of those lids for that drink but that drink wasn't so fucking popular so they just have a lot of excess of them so they're just like fuck it
0: we'll, make we'll a just thing. use
1: them but like and it's probably cost them more to have the compostable straws
0: yeah they did some research somehow to say like the marketing like the public opinion behind this would make them more money than like oh, the yeah. money they'd lose behind the straws or whatever but um going to, like, some of the things that, like, we have done. Oh,
1: wait. One more thing also is that I did see that Starbucks and McDonald's are researching right now to find a material to use for cups that is compostable that doesn't have, like, the wax coating on the inside. So it can actually be, like, composted or recycled.
0: That'd be fucking So fucking great. do that. Yeah. Hurry
1: the fuck up with that.
0: <laughs> but one of the things that we've done in our personal lives that hasn't worked out, and so, you know, we have to you know go back to our old ways but something that we tried is uh we tried to change the cat litter (laughs) so (laughs) we tried compostable litter yeah this litter is made from recycled newspapers good thing number one and it's compostable good thing number two and so we tried it it looked like if anybody's ever used a wood pellet burning stove it looks exactly like those pellets you put in that thing And it was really weird compared to just like regular cat literally cats are like, What the fuck is this thing in here? And cats are very much like their where they go to use the bathroom is really important to them because they wanna like hide their they don't want anybody to know where they're going to the bathroom they're very
1: temperamental if you've ever watched like a jackson galaxy youtube video or show that's how
0: they will immediately tell you something is wrong is by yeah
1: if they're sick or their environment's fucky they will start messing with the litter box or like not using it so if also the litter box isn't like if you change the litter box the size the type of litter that you're using they will start
0: being yeah, like off we we used don't a, we like used it. a scented litter with Squeezy and then we got Lila and we had to change that because she didn't like the scented one. So, now we've been using an unscented one. And it's been fine, and we just wanted to try this out cuz it'd be another thing that'd be great, but uh, they oh. did, they did not <laughs> oh. like the litter they at all. They were so mad. They were so mad, and also the litter was they people said online that it was easy to scoop, but it really wasn't. You couldn't
1: I, tell what had been like soiled
0: and what wasn't. So, I ended up just like wasting a lot of it. Yeah. And which is so a good thing because it's
1: compostable. But they weren't even using the litter box. They yeah. were literally just like going everywhere else, which obviously is a mess and not good. And you know that they're in distress. And it was also like a lot of cleaning that we had to do. And I was scared of my clothes getting fucked with. And they were also like literally holding it not going because they didn't like going in there so yeah, we had so to switch short
0: term experiment that did not work out but you but know, i
1: think like maybe try it on yours if it works so, like
0: that's a that's a thing that's in our lives that is not going to be green because yeah. they like that litter and i can't do anything i'm not about gonna it, fuck with that. but like just like
1: the fact that i'm not gonna ever feed my cats like a vegan diet
0: yeah, You know, exactly. like, they have to
1: eat what they need to eat. Those kinds
0: of things, but... So, some other things that, like, we've done recently... That have worked. <laughs> that have worked. Um, so- We're gonna
1: make, like, a list... Yeah. Um and we're gonna probably link to a lot of like Target, Walmart, Amazon companies and like you can support those companies or not choose to do whatever you want. We're just trying to find all these so things. So
0: trying to give you the items you can buy them so that for you have like you access want.
1: to them if like yeah. you, but if you have like a more ethical way or like a small business or something like that. Because a lot of there's so many amazing green things that you can buy on Etsy. Just saying. Yeah. And those are like handmade, like people will make like handmade, um, reusable like paper towels, cotton cotton um rounds like things like that like sponges all those kinds of cool stuff um on etsy and it's handmade and then you're supporting like a small you know local artisan or whatever so you can definitely do that but we're just giving you like a list with ways that you can buy easily if you don't have access or the money to do that but
0: Some of the things that we have done. Let's start with
1: the reusable sponges. Because honestly, I fucking love them.
0: These nice little discs that we got. So, Rachel has been, um, Mm. you know, not so happy with my sponge using practices. Um, I would keep sponges for longer than you're supposed to. and Like, luckily, we don't
1: have, like, raw meat that we're scrubbing surfaces from. But, like, you're supposed to, like, change them out once a week. Which means you're throwing away a sponge. What's the
0: made out
1: of? Don't ask me. It's probably some sort of plastic grade.
0: Yeah, I know. So that's I'm just So you're just like,
1: throwing that away.
0: So we got some reusable ones that have like a microfiber one side, like a more textured, that like lathers. Yeah, a more textured side that's good for scrubbing. And, and the scrubby side is nice yeah and this sponge it's bigger than like a regular classic sponge and it
1: it's like a big circle it fits well in your hand it
0: works really well and then the best part is that we got like a pack of three and then like you use it for like a week or two and then like you put it in the wash and then you just wash it with your laundry and then you get to use it again and that's just like one thing are that we like, just like
1: wash it with like all of our like kitchen towels we're, and not, stuff, we're rags. not
0: throwing it out and we're also saving money. money by not buying sponges a lot
1: of these things are like you pay an upfront cost and then you eventually yeah, that's why money. there
0: is like a, a bigger uh, financial barrier yeah to it's a it's this. a
1: privilege to have like a diva cup like yeah for example exactly
0: um which is like thing. which is another thing that, yeah yeah
1: and i fucking i still love that bitch
0: <laughs> um we got some keep cups which are, are definitely
1: expensive those
0: are definitely expensive there's tons. You don't have to get Keep Cup. There's tons of brands. We just like You could them. go to
1: fucking Walmart and get a reusable coffee cup. Easily. Yeah. But these
0: are just like they were. They're
1: like double walled glass and they don't leak. They're customizable.
0: They look cute. They're and nice. So, they make me
1: excited to like go get a cup of coffee and yeah. use my reusable cup. Like and So we
0: have like a weekly coffee date and like we just both bring our thing there and it's great and you get a little discount at Starbucks when you do that. Yeah. And, so, and then I have
1: like a stainless steel one that I use for like ice drinks. Yeah. With and like a little plastic straw that comes with it that you like wash.
0: So then we we don't ever use any of starbucks's stuff anyway because we're just you know using yeah. our own cups that we bring we've got some we've got a whole bunch of like tuble wearing like glass containers and stuff but something new that we've done is getting reusable ziploc bags
1: which honestly are so much nicer first of all you go think about how many like little ziploc baggies that you go through like all the i time. used to take
0: some all the time with me in my lunch just to have different things yeah
1: and they fall apart. They open very easily. They don't let they're so they let thin. the air in. If like you have
0: really shitty quality ones. They're like really thin. yeah.
1: We always got like store brand because duh yeah. And like they just don't seal up well, so shit gets stale. These like silicone ones. They're so easy to clean out. You just give them a rinse or you wipe them down, and they seal. Like you can even hold like liquid in some of them, and they keep shit real fresh. And you're saving fucking money. Yeah. And you might as well. And it's just a good time overall, and I would recommend them. Then we also got what I would call food condoms.
0: It's <laughs> not the name. That's what we've been calling them because it's the best description.
1: What is it called? We I said don't this last know. time.
0: It's like a fucking like rubbery it's like cover
1: blubber something. Yeah,
0: it's like a gummy, rubbery, siliconey kind of thing that you wrap on like you know fruits and vegetables that you've like cut and you want to preserve the rest or of you it. can
1: put it over like a bowl it's or a dish it's supposed to
0: replace like plastic tin foil or plastic wrap yeah
1: and they're really nice because they're not predetermined sizes like a lot of them are like already like one size so it has to fit like they're, a like, specific a more harder shape plastic yeah these are really like stretchy and moldable so like it'll fit like a weird shape like oh you have half a fucking like cucumber here because like i used to use a little bit of tinfoil on the end of a cucumber because i always eat cucumber as a snack and i might not do a whole one and then cucumber gets like dried out if you leave the cut open yeah and so instead of using tinfoil i just use one of these and then you just wash it off there it and then you're not using tinfoil all the fucking time <laughs> and you know use like the reusable silicone baking mats boom you're just really killing it you know <laughs>
0: um, but i love
1: those things they're great we have like a head of what is it red Red cabbage cabbage. right now we just have one of those on it because we don't feel like chopping up the rest
0: keeping it like the open cut face it's been so fresh good because it just like has sealed it yeah and in terms of keeping things fresh we got these like containers that like they're plastic containers that have a lid that has some sort of like filtering thing in it, but it's not a filter you ever have to replace. It's just built into. It's just the lid. like part
1: of the lid.
0: And so what it is, you like put lettuce or fruits or vegetables in there, and it keeps them longer than what just being in your fridge or the drawers within your fridge would do. We have and lettuce. they fucking work. They worked. I like, was so
1: skeptical, but they, they
0: fucking w- work. Somehow like wick away the moisture, so that way like this this lettuce that we have is stayed crunchy and nice for and like, like dry. So much longer than what we have had before it's something to do with like a gas thing because what we
1: used to do is you know you buy lettuce in like the fucking plastic tub that it comes in which we would recycle but like there you go and then we would put paper towel to line the bottom and on top and that would help soak up the moisture but then you're using a fucking paper towel all the time yeah um, one of the things that I want to do that we still haven't done is get the bamboo paper towels yes. and try them out.
0: Or, reusable or the reusable ones. paper yeah. towels. Something like that. There's lots of things that There's we so many things. Yet. But, like, it's just, like, we make these small steps in intervals. Like, this has been over the process of, like, a few years that, like, we've been making changes in our lives slowly just to, like, do more things as we've been able to, like, you know, financially be able to do it. Or so like just
1: do what you can, what you have the ability to do, and then... You know?
0: And again, stay tuned to bench time because the benches are what they're doing to go green and it will give you more ideas if that wasn't enough. (laughs) All right, so now we're going to go to quizzes and questions and hopefully nothing will turn off while we do this.
1: So, this episode of Coffee with Crachel is brought to you by adamandeve.com, which is a sex toy and all things pleasure website, if you will.
0: As always, we have a great deal for you guys. If you use code CWC on adamandeve.com, you get 50% off of just about any item, free shipping, three free adult DVDs, and a free mystery gift. So, again, just go to adamandeve.com and use code CWC to get that offer. Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Wow, are you shocked? I don't think anybody is shocked, but uh, here we are, and uh, (laughs) Audible.com, if you've never heard of it, is a place, the premier spots, I'd say, to get all of your audiobook needs. They have a wide selection to choose from, and if there's an audiobook for the book that you're interested in, it's going to be on Audible. Are you guys
1: sick of listening to our voices? Why not listen to, like, Amy Poehler read a book?
0: Exactly. You know, we are not the only people putting audio content out there in the world, and I'm sure you are sick of us, so go listen to one of those books.
1: (laughs) So you can get a free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash CWC.
0: Yeah, you'll get a free trial and one free audiobook.
1: So that's, once again, audibletrial.com slash CWC.
0: All right. We're still alive. We're still here. It's still kicking. (laughs) I literally saved that first half so that way we didn't lose anything. I was scared. Transition. I
1: was like, at this point, we're just gonna give up for the week. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, so the quiz that we have here is these nine questions will reveal what type of berry you are. These berries that you could keep fresher in that little thing.
1: <laughs> well, like strawberries go bad so yeah, easily. Yeah, I know. This.
0: We got strawberries, and one of them, and it works so well. They've been staying fresh. It's great.
1: I love it. All right. So first question here is choose a word to describe yourself: innocent, moody, calming, weird. I'm gonna say moody
0: i'm going to say weird okay choose a social media app youtube it's not social media facebook twitter snapchat wow
1: i literally hate three out of the four of these
0: yeah there's only one clear answer for this twitter one. choose a vegetable peas onions corn carrots i have to go with my brand
1: you're going corn yeah i'm going onion i always go onion choose a meal of the day breakfast brunch lunch or dinner I'm gonna go with dinner.
0: I'm honestly gonna go with brunch, Ooh. because like I love going on the weekends my my favorite meals to eat are going on the weekends at like eleven noon. To, I don't like, like a going out to
1: dinner as much as I like going out for brunch or lunch. or breakfast. I love
0: going out for breakfast or brunch, yeah, it's so nice.
1: Choose a fruity dessert, key lime pie, strawberry shortcake, apple pie, or one of those fruit popsicles. <laughs> I'm going key lime pie, bitch. You know I love a good zesty lime.
0: You know what I'm doing. It's going to be
1: like, you're not even a berry. You're a fucking hardcore citrus fruit.
0: (laughs) I'm going with my basic American apple pie.
1: What? Yeah. Over strawberry shortcake? yes banana split your team peels
0: (laughs) what What?
1: strawberry shortcake Banana split your team plays like a pile of shit to the left (laughs) i love softball that's where the game came from um
0: choose a movie (laughs) genre horror family friendly comedy action out of all of these I'm honestly going to go for family friendly cuz if I get like things like Sing and Zootopia out of that like Yeah,
1: like I'll I'll do Finding Nemo over like an Amy Schumer comedy. Yeah. Or I don't like or uh, Adam
0: Sandler, And an or...
1: action is just like Tom Cruise off the couch and now in space. Ah. Um choose an animal. Dog, lion, cat, penguin. Oh, this is tough.
0: Ooh. Cat. I oh. had to. I know I love them all but like I had to go with cat. I'm going penguin. I'm so sorry. Choose a drink: margarita, lemonade, water, soda.
1: Lemonade.
0: I'm going. With My one. favorite
1: besides coffee. If
0: I had all those choices, I would drink water out of all of them. Are to you to be completely over honest. lemonade? Yes.
1: Lemonade the is literally crisp water. H2O. Okay. Lastly, tell us your sign. We are both puzzles.
0: Where the hell is it? Oh, it's all the way at the bottom. What'd you get? got raspberry you're <gasps> underrated and sophisticated people better watch out for you
1: wow <laughs> i got blueberry
0: oh my god you're cute your fucking... classic
1: and always appreciated i like that it fits fine.
0: your fucking um willy wonka you know full circle
1: oh eat my ass <laughs> i should have been a lemon they should have been like you're not a berry at all you're a fucking lemon
0: <laughs> i would have fucking loved that you know
1: what i hate i hate this lemon slander out here like that cars right. that are bad are lemons you know what i'm saying yeah like I, what is I don't... this anti-lemon propaganda as if she is not like the queen of both sweet and savory foods also a classic natural cleaner
0: i don't know why a pleasant scent for all. that became a thing a
1: refreshing beverage <laughs> <laughs> i just i i'm so angry
0: <laughs> rachel was really defensive about her lemons guys i just
1: why don't you call it like what's a gross fruit <laughs> I can't think of a gross fruit It's called a honeydew Honeydew That's <laughs> not gonna be
0: Honey, don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry for all my
0: honeydews out there um, Alright so let's go to questions These are from patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel Blueberries and, with Rachel um, First one's from Lily who said Hello chunks and benches This question is for just Rachel Do you ever see yourself branching out to other paint mediums Acrylics or oils
1: Okay so like I want to But I also paint in my house And I'm just so afraid of ruining shit Because I already have ruined a lot of shirts With watercolor because it can stain If it's like a very deep color But like with oil paint and acrylic paint First of all there's like a fire hazard ability there But yeah, I don't know My goal in life is to have, have a like studio. a shitty little art studio with like a friend that's also doing handmade stuff and then like we just rent a little space for like 200 bucks a month and just go in yeah that would be, um,
0: and then be awesome. in that
1: environment i would do it but honestly the medium that i desperately want to branch into that i can't until i have a space like that is pottery
0: yeah that's the like main thing that you want to do next
1: so but i would like to do it i just also that shit is so expensive watercolor i feel like you get a little bit more bang, bang for, your for your buck because yeah, i mean lasts. you're using
0: fucking water like. i know and it, it
1: lasts longer because it's like yeah yeah a, a solid anyway
0: uh next question from rebecca who said this question is for chunka
1: wow i'll answer for her <laughs> my
0: cat bruce is very much like you super lovey dovey i'm currently packing to move across the country and bruce is so stressed out constantly at her feet jumping in boxes and getting fur on our packing tape We are driving from Toronto to Calgary, and I'm nervous that he will have a hard time being in the car for five days straight. Do you have any tips for keeping him happy and calm? Lila, where are you?
1: Um, okay. Okay. Favorite, most comforting toys, blankets, clothing items that they like to sleep on. Yes,
0: put anything that is their scent inside of, like, don't stuff their carrier with, like, so much that they can't move. But, like, give them a lot of things that are their scent that they find comforting And, like, there. if you're
1: driving and, like, okay, so if you're the person driving, then obviously you can't have them on your lap, like, in the carrier. But if you are in the passenger seat... And they're
0: a calm... Oh, like, in the carrier on the Yeah, lap. in the carrier. Okay. I would never say out
1: of the carrier because that's just, like, it's a it's a health hazard like it's a risk yeah um but like if you're not driving then sit in the passenger seat with them on your lap in the carrier or like have them on the passenger seat next to you while you drive in the carrier still so that way they can see you and they're not just like where the fuck am i in this moving vehicle
0: yeah so a lot of cats like they tend to just like shut themselves down a lot while they're in these kind of situations These traveling situations so they're either like screamy ones like lila or they're just calm like, stoics like just fucking rocks squeezy <laughs> squeezy is the boulder to lila's glow oh. <laughs> they hold tail tips instead of hands wow that's just well
1: too- good luck it is always a stress but once yeah. it's over they'll be happy
0: It's true. Um, And then this question kind of goes into the first one about going into the paint mediums. But Jasmine asked, Hello, Benches. What hobby would you like to get into if time and money were an issue? Like, Um, definitely
1: pottery. But
0: yeah, Um, I would like to. Something that is a goal for the end of the year is that I want to get into playing piano. Yes. Because, you know, the old trombone arm, he's really reaching for something to play. And I'd so, love to
1: join a choir again, but I don't know if I have the time.
0: Yeah, that's a more time commitment-y one. Mm-hmm.
1: But it would be so nice to perform again.
0: Yeah, I know. That's, or an
1: improv troupe that's just all women.
0: Because
1: <laughs> honestly, there's so much cringy men improv crap around.
0: <laughs> especially would, in
1: Seattle, I'm sorry.
0: I would love to see you in a live performance. Because like the one like college You saw like two
1: performances. That I, yeah,
0: it was like not really... The greatest. Yeah.
1: I mean, I was great.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I know. But, like, just, like, it's not like you weren't doing a lot in them. I know. So, it was, like, so, like, one song for yeah, each one. Yeah, so, I mean, I want, I want to see, like, you really put your chops out there. I don't know. My chomps. <laughs> your chomps. Oh, <laughs> my God.
1: Next question here is, if you had to wear one outfit for the rest of your life, what would it be? For me, it would oh, be... Oh, my God. Like, either a maxi dress or like leggings and a sweater with like boots
0: mine's honestly gonna be something similar to that like a sweater and either like (gasps) a pair of nice jeans or like joggers and boots like it's just like so comfortable and like when the weather fits that outfit is when i am the happiest (laughs) yes
1: would squeezy tell you his business secrets or would he keep them to himself I think he would because unless we were like investors in the company, I don't think he would really feel the need to tell us until he was like already booming and he was on
0: like Forbes. Yeah, I think he's s- an
1: actual self-made billionaire. Bitch,
0: Squeezy would be the one to give the TED talk about what he's done years after it has been successful. So many never years. share his secrets. But
1: also you can see Squeezy public speaking.
0: <laughs> he would fall off the stage. What? <laughs> like He would do some road trip. Picture with like a little
1: mic. Oh, yeah. and a little
0: tie. <laughs> oh squeezy I
1: love that man
0: oh boy um so I've got a question here from our twitter that is a lot of different questions that are related to you know you and your art um so just read them all how do you schedule your day how do you decide how much product to make for your store how often do you buy materials and where? What are your favorite art tools and mediums? And do you prefer 2D or 3D art? This is Whoa. all one tweet. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: All right. So wait, what was the first question How again? do
0: you schedule your day?
1: Okay. So that is something that is pretty difficult. A lot of it is very dependent on the mood that I'm in, what I feel like working on because I work with different mediums, my time, like other things that I have to do, like today, like with the podcast, also acquiring for that. And also what... Time of the year it is. Right now, I haven't been doing a lot of clay stuff because it is so warm that my clay is hard to work with, which is something that I didn't really think about. However, it makes watercolor very easy to do or like easier than normal because the wait time for things to dry with with the layers is quicker because the air is sucking out the water yeah so it actually just like it's
0: sucking it out of your face it's sucking it out of the paper
1: so it's very dependent on all of those things i try to wake up at like 8 a.m and i probably get over at my desk around like 9 30 at the like 10 o'clock at the latest and i usually work straight until chris gets home sometimes i'll like take a break for dinner and and then pop back in until like 11 p.m i'm not gonna lie i have a very terrible schedule <laughs> and i definitely like just don't things- work a normal like eight hour day i'll probably work way drastically more than that or way drastically less than that They'll work in a from day. home
0: vibes you know
1: it's frustrating um, um, i'm trying to get better
0: <laughs> next question is how do you decide how much product to make for your store
1: honestly i just try to make as much as i can on the thing that i'm working on like say i'm making like the ice cream cone keychains. Like, the first one, the first round, it was almost like a test to see if, like, people liked them. And so I only made, I think... And a test of process, kind of. Yeah. And I think I made, like, eight or ten of them. And they sold out, like, instantly. So then the second time, I came back with, like, 20 of them. So I try to work, like, with demand of what's selling really well. But ultimately, like, I try to have at least, like, 20 to 30... Like individual items being launched every time I do a launch, which is why I don't do a lot of like launches every day. It's like you know, once or twice a month because I wait until I have enough stock to like throw it up there, yeah. if that makes sense. So it looks like I'm not like doing anything because the store might seem like it hasn't had a lot of like I don't know, new shit Action. listed, but it's just like I do it like once or twice a month when I have that stock because a lot of this stuff takes me a long time to make and then. A lot of it does. I'm not going to be upset about it. A lot of it does sell out so that it looks like nothing happened except (laughs) for you see the sales go up. So that's what I try to do. I just try to wait until I have at least like 30 individual items themselves Mm -hmm. up there. Might not be 30 listings. Might be just like 30 individual keychains or whatever the fuck. But it just because I'm like one bitch making it all. um, It does take a while for me to get all the stuff up there.
0: Uh, How often do you buy materials and where?
1: Ooh, okay so I buy shit from a lot of places I majority of my art supplies are purchased from Blick some of them I get from Michael's depending on sales because sometimes Michael's will have a really good sale on the brand of clay that I use so yeah. like I'll just go there um, sometimes I have to pop over to like a physical Blick store because I'm running out of paper and I don't have time to wait for it to ship to me um, but I do get a decent amount of stuff on Amazon I get I would say the bulk majority of my packing supplies I get from Amazon because they just have them in bulk. Yeah. And I need them in bulk. Um, I get, like, the business cards that I use and stuff. I get those printed from Moo, and I really like their service. Um, Though, once I'm out of stickers, I I put in all of my individual packaging right now, a business card with my logo on it, and then a sticker with my logo on it because I thought that was, like, a cute thing to do. But now I'm kind of gonna stop doing that just because i feel like i'm what if i start generating too much waste with like people that have like 18 stickers from me yeah you know what i mean yeah I so you. i am gonna stop doing that just because it is gonna end up being wasteful for people and i don't want to do that and contribute to that and i already use
0: compostable fucking bubble wrap and stuff but um yeah. so the next one is <laughs> what's your favorite art tool and medium Ooh, my favorite tool i love my
1: princeton brushes my <laughs> my um synthetic brushes they're so beautiful i love a good cold press arches block of paper that texture bitch love her um i love my pasta machine that i use to mix all my clay and then my favorite medium oh it's i I don't know i literally
0: can't choose that's like choosing in between the line. I've also
1: been really enjoying editing my watercolor stuff in Photoshop and making patterns because I am listing my stuff very soon on like Society6 and I'm like in the process of making like shower curtains and mugs and all that really fun stuff and so it is like I thought I wouldn't like it because I don't really love editing and that was what I hated about YouTube but this is so much different. The
0: worst part of it is that Photoshop is one clunky ass program. Oh yeah
1: absolutely but I will say i enjoy a lot of like just sitting there methodically making like i'll take i'll paint something and then i put it in there and i just formulate a perfectly repeating pattern and that is just such a relaxing thing to do it takes a lot of time but it's fun i don't know like I, i dumped like 12 hours into making one pattern the other day and i was like fuck i didn't i forgot to eat <laughs> but i was like i'm having fun <laughs> my well, butt was that's, so sweaty
0: <laughs> that's the or like that's the goal is to have a job that you find like, it, i don't happy. feel like i'm dying you're having me. a good time doing it Actually,
1: but i gotta say i do have to be better about taking regular breaks because i'll give myself migraines from looking at screens when i'm editing in photoshop too much yeah. so i need i really need to like i don't know i need like a, a clock that i can look at that's not my phone because i don't I'll usually be, like, listening to a podcast or, like, playing YouTube videos while I'm working, so I'm not, like, looking at the time. You know what I mean? I wish I should get, like, a real, like, digital or whatever, analog clock to sit on my desk, so I actually am physically seeing the time all the time. Mm -hmm. So I remember, like, hey, drink water. Like, hey, (laughs) walk around a minute. Like, get up.
0: Look outside. (laughs) Go outside. (laughs) Um, And then the last one from this tweet is, do you prefer making 2D or 3D art?
1: (laughs) uh that's so difficult because i i love i love recreating stuff in clay and trying to make it look as hyper realistic as possible but i love painting and i love editing the painting in photoshop and stuff yeah
0: i really can't
1: choose i honestly can't i i'm kind of mad that i didn't like it's like with youtube too i never picked a genre and it's like with art either i'm like i'm either half polymer clay and half fucking watercolor and i can't fucking pick one (laughs) and if it were up to me guys i'd also start getting i'd also get a loom and i'd start weaving wall (laughs) hangings I have the s- most I eclectic
0: dip- fucking Etsy shop I just, ever. I
1: thrive in being creative, and I would just dip my toes in anything. Like, I want to do, like, paper sculptures. There's so many, like, needlepoint.
0: Oh the pottery again. The pottery, yeah.
1: obviously. Like, there's just so many different things that I wish that I had the time to dump into learning, because um, it just took me so much time to do- learn Photoshop just now, because I really need that for this whole business. And that took, like months to really get my shit together with and honestly i'm probably like gonna take years before i ever really fully grasp that fucking program <laughs> um because i didn't go to school for any of this you actually got more schooling for photoshop
0: yeah i took a couple of web design classes and so i used photoshop i in never those got classes. that i'm pissed it was, i loved that class it was great
1: but i'm not gonna lie like w- the stuff that i'm working with like our features of the program that you've never really seen oh
0: yeah you're way past the skill that like fucking ninth grade me got
1: yeah but i feel really like once again skillshare man a lot of people ask me like if i would do tutorials on youtube i i'm not gonna lie i won't be uploading if i were to ever make art tutorials um i would never upload it to youtube i'm sorry it's just for the amount of time and also like
0: the mental like
1: well yeah i don't want to be on youtube in general but but it's just like also like the stuff that i'm doing with polymer clay like it takes a lot of like finesse and i don't know i just i don't know it's like secrets i guess but it's not really like you know what i mean like how much do you want to give away you know what i mean i get you i don't know like because i see a lot of artists and they'll do like twitch streams but they don't start until like halfway through the process because you know there is like an edge i guess to like being able to do stuff but like i don't know I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I, I really don't have the time to film it anyway, but
0: yeah, for right if now. I did, I
1: honestly would probably put on Skillshare because the community there is so like learn driven that I just want to do it there. Yes, um, absolutely. But I, that's what I'm saying. Like Skillshare though, for fucking, if you need to learn how to use Photoshop or Adobe Illustrator or any of those programs, I'm telling you Skillshare will be your best fucking friend. It has taught me so much, and I literally would know nothing without it. Next question is, what is your favorite Animal Crossing event? Bug catching competitions, the fishing tourney, etc.
0: That's a tough one, because there's a lot of really fun events. I would have to say that my favorites are either... What do they call Thanksgiving? Harvest Festival? Yeah. Or what i like
1: halloween too or
0: what's the event that pave does
1: oh um it's i think it's like a mardi gras festival
0: festival yeah honestly i love that because i love pave
1: yeah i would say festival i like bunny day
0: yeah i like although zipper kind of scares me
1: yeah zipper's a little weird um but i i if i had to choose between the bug off and the fishing tourney just saying i would pick the fishing tourney because like the bug off it's like so much as a factor like that i get really mad (laughs) like they're like the luster of the bug she's a little less shimmery this day you know what what i mean like with the fishing tourney it's like oh that's a big that's a big boy today yeah it was 42 inches so you're in first place and not like how was the fish feeling was the (laughs) fish looking its best today
0: (laughs) how was the fish's gills today
1: yeah so that's my fave.
0: Yeah. And then the last one, will end on a nice fuck, merry kill. <laughs> Elmo, Oscar the Grouch, and Big Bird.
1: What the fuck? <laughs> Who asked this?
0: Somebody on our Reddit.
1: I am shucked and appalled.
0: <laughs> shucked and I'm, appalled? I'm shucking
1: my clam at the very thought of this.
0: Elmo, Oscar the Grouch, and Big Bird. I will... <laughs> I'm gonna kill Elmo. I was
1: gonna say I'm killing Elmo. <laughs>
0: because one, I just the theme song to elmo's world is in my head and it's just so annoying. also i picture that vine of elmo falling off a building
1: that's hermit is it kermit i said hermit but i meant kermit is
0: it kermit yeah fuck. okay well you know kermit can do it with his
1: gaping ass
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry um, all right elmo is fucking gone girl. if you don't know what
1: picture i'm talking about that just sounded really fucked up
0: yeah um yeah. i'm
1: gonna kill elmo i'm gonna fuck big bird and i'm gonna marry grouch
0: honestly same
1: because i'm also trash
0: yeah i want to live in that trash can yeah i can vibe with him he's great i guess yeah
1: i really hate this question
0: well that's why (laughs) we did it
1: (laughs) all right y'all let's um wrap it up for the second time today oh my
0: god i don't have my mug near me
1: um clink i'm just That, um,
0: that mug has been gone
1: all right well we'll see you guys next week hopefully with less fucking technical issues
0: yes bye bye All right, so we said earlier that all the benches were going to be things that you're doing to go green, be environmentally friendly, whatever the fuck. So this is what you guys are doing. And we're going to start off with Scott Edward R. Wilmot, who is using a reusable coffee cup.
1: Courtney is walking to work.
0: Jackie Goldfarb is always turning off the lights when they are leaving a room.
1: Emily Sweeney isn't buying bottled water.
0: Shannon Chires is using a reusable shopping bag. Sarah Booth is composting food scraps. M Corbeel is reusing plastic utensils from their takeout.
1: Angelica Feliz is buying clothes from sustainable providers.
0: Madeline Young is taking a carpool to work.
1: Sarah Nally is buying an electric car.
0: Hannah Patelis is skipping the plastic produce bags.
1: Gianna Woznick uses all natural cleaning products.
0: Tara Davy is using cloth napkins.
1: Kimberly Proza uses a handkerchief.
0: Ioana Tartaglini bought solar panels.
1: AJC hangs their clothes outside instead of drying them.
0: Jake Bauer is eating a plant-based diet.
1: Teague Phillips recycles.
0: Lily Rose powers their house with geothermal energy.
1: Winter Russell cut cheese from their diet.
0: Brooke Renee planted a tree.
1: Savannah Plessier doesn't rinse dishes before placing them in the dishwasher.
0: Joshua Kurtman doesn't use dryer sheets
1: Chantal Piat buys as much in bulk as possible
0: Catherine bought energy-efficient appliances Bridget Carey Davis only supports eco-friendly corporations Colby Rhymes gets books at the library instead of buying them
1: Haley Boucher reuses bread bags
0: Jake Parker flies as little
1: as possible Renee Medina uses glass Tupperware instead of plastic wrap
0: Ryan Hara sold their car and only rides a bike
1: Grandma brought a mug to work for their coffee
0: Sophie Yaramillo stopped buying Clorox wipes. Chelsea Grundy washes their clothes in cold water. Haley Welsh asks their employer to work from home. Stephanie Lee keeps their car tires properly inflated. Jane Thompson uses reusable cotton pads. Kate Bean uses bar soap. Brandi Robbins doesn't let the water run when brushing their teeth. Michelle Cox doesn't own a Keurig. Rebecca Mack uses rechargeable batteries.
1: Joanna Jensen upgraded the insulation in their home.
0: Leslie Wright buys all of their media digitally. Gwen Stowe grows their own herbs. Kat Schultz uses coffee grounds in their fertilizer. Jason Gonzalez rides the bus. Lindsay Torlina lets food cool down outside the fridge before putting it in.
1: Jess Adams refuses to take
0: a cruise. Daisy and Dottie installed energy-efficient light bulbs.
1: Kennedy Rochelle adjusted their air conditioner one degree warmer.
0: Lucy buys local produce.
1: Sony Vaz gets all of their bills electronically.
0: Juanita Cara turns old clothes into cleaning rags.
1: Cassandra Lee turns their computer off every night.
0: Avery Labelson only takes showers, no baths.
1: Liz Hallbrook uses cruise control when driving.
0: Madison Greer reduced their junk mail.
1: Chloe Ireland gets all their concert tickets digitally.
0: Caitlin Whalen picks up litter when they see it. Dana Daly buys secondhand clothes vlynn unplugs electronics when they're not in use mackenzie knight maintains their car regularly and rachel evans votes for climate friendly initiatives A. and the, and the other... rest of you
1: guys are the individual strawberries i have in my little fucking thing that keeps you all real nice <laughs> we've got taryn parker
0: pavitra suresh
1: jocelyn fry hermione ishbel mendez pre cram ashley riefenberger
0: ali malone and
1: kathleen wynn
0: Thank you guys so much. Hope you got some ideas. You know, do what you can. We appreciate you guys for supporting the show.
1: And uh, after I just briefly dumped coffee all over myself before getting into bench time, I need a cold shower.
0: (laughs) So we're going to go now. Bye. Bye.